0: Hey everyone, it's Danny. Just a reminder, I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor, I don't play a doctor on TV, so if you need help, call your medical professional. So, we've made it. Episode 3. Um... I think I'm starting to get the podcast itch even more now, like, uh, which is kind of funny because it's just another thing on my plate, but I'm really enjoying doing every little step with it. So, I mean, like it's, it, it's not like a chore yet, which is fantastic. So let's, let's keep this thing rolling while it's fun. But, uh, (laughs) but I'm definitely getting more comfortable. Um, I'm kind of just chatting at the wall right now. Um, which is kind of cathartic. Like it's kind of it's kind of nice just chatting at the wall and feeling like a crazy person, I guess. Right. Um, so so um, speaking of things giving me anxiety, um, so I drove into Boston today. I don't like driving into Boston. Um, if if I can, I'm I'm a drive into Alewife and take the take the train in, or t- um, drive to Air where I grew up and take the purple line in. Um, For people who are listening to this out of Massachusetts, you're totally not going to understand what I'm talking about. But um, the T is my savior when I want to go into Boston because I hate driving into Boston. So I actually was helping a friend out and uh, picking them up in Boston today. And um, I was reminded why it gives me just undeniably awful anxiety i got off i got off one on ramp and had to cut across four lanes of bumper to bumper traffic to get off on an exit 0.3 miles away so like it just scratches my head i don't know how people do that every day like i i feel like it would be not not like it would be the death of me. It's gonna. It would give me a heart attack at some point. Um, I I don't know how people do it. Um, shout out to everyone who does that every day because it's not for me. I enjoy living out in the woods of the middle of nowhere where I am. Um, we see bears. I saw a bald, bald eagle the other day. Like, I mean, that's as far away from gridlock traffic than you can than you can get. It's fantastic. Um, so. Speaking of my... Po- let's go back to my podcast over me ranting about driving into Boston. Um, so I have an awesome guest lined up today. Um, she is... I like to... I still call her Paoletti. Um, but she is Mary Brown. She is formerly Mary Pauletti. She was with Comcast Sportsnet. She um, she was on Quicksilence. And I actually remember when she started doing the show Quicksilence in... I remember how nervous she was because she she was a writer by trade, an awesome writer. Um, she actually gave me my first quote unquote big break. We did uh, Photoshop Fridays, um, basically just um, absolute nonsense. Um, and so she gave me that platform. So I want to, in return, give her this platform to talk about mental health. She claims she's not a mental health role model. But I'm giving her all the credit in the world. She has an amazing story, and I'm so glad that she decided to talk to me about it. So without further ado, here is the artist formerly known as Mary Pauletti, Mary Brown. I hope you enjoy. hi everyone I'm here with Mary Brown Mary how are you I'm
1: doing well how are you
0: I'm excellent thank you so much for coming on um, I actually the way that you came on was kind of cool like you messaged me on on LinkedIn which is my favorite social media platform and uh, <laughs> and and we kind of were chatting and I was like hey would you be interested in coming on and and thank God you did because I think you are you have a really inspiring story and I think a lot of people have have a lot to gain from your insight.
1: Thank you. That is very kind of you to say. I do, of course, want to throw out a disclaimer that I am certainly not a role model. I don't have anything (laughs) figured out. So now that I've put the asterisk on the episode, I think we can go forward.
0: (laughs) We're all in the same boat. We're all a work in progress, right? Absolutely. All right, Mary, can you kind of tell me what is your history with anxiety and depression?
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. So I might even back up just a wee bit. So some people, if they recognize me at all, they would know me as Mary Paletti, of course. Um, Danny and I know each other because we worked at Comcast Force Net New England together for about four-ish years, where I covered the Patriots Beat, uh, writing and co-hosting Quick Slants with Tom E. Curran. Um, I also wrote about the Bruins from time to time and hosted two other quarterly shows and I've suffered from depression and anxiety for as long as I can remember. Um, So one of my problems has always been a lack of self-esteem and feelings of worthlessness. So that made being on TV pretty painful at times. And every single night we would go on the air, I would think, who the hell cares what I have to say? Um, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not funny enough, I'm not smart enough to do this every single time.
0: Which is all untrue, (laughs) it's all untrue, so. Just throwing that out there.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, but even after we won an Emmy, um, my fourth year, it never, that part of it um, never got easier. And plenty of people would say kind things to me, as you just did, but none of it sunk in because the voice in my head was always louder. Um, I'm glad I did it though for all the anxiety I had before the shows, the show itself was always fun and I usually felt good about it after, but um, I, I remember the before the very first episode we ever did, I sat in my car in the parking lot um, and had a panic attack um, and then went on the air and, and I don't remember anything about it, of course, I basically blacked out for <laughs> however long uh, that, that took. But um, yeah, I mean, anxiety has pretty much plagued me through everything I've ever done.
0: So, um, so, so like you said, you, um, you were, you were in the industry for the sports media industry for a little while. Um, how, how were things different after you left Were things a little bit better or were they a little worse?
1: Well, it's certainly different. I mean, I'm not in the public eye, so, um, I don't, I, I don't really open myself up to getting everyone's opinion about everything I'm doing. (laughs) So that, that can certainly make things a lot easier. Um, but I mean, there are still days when it feels like I don't have any skin at all and every bit of contact with the world hurts. Um, So that's just how my depression is and how my anxiety can be. Um, And I mean, I was having anxiety about doing this with you and I know you and you're (laughs) a friendly face and we're cool. And, but it's, it's all self-doubt, you know, like who's going to care about my story and what I have to say. Um, But uh, I was talking to a, a friend about it before this and. Um, she basically said, you know, you being open about it means other people might be comfortable being open about it. So um, that's, you know, that's why I wanted to do this. That,
0: that's the goal of the podcast, Mary. That's the goal. Yeah. Uh, if, if we can make, if we can make a difference in just one life, that's, that's, that's good enough for me. Absolutely. Um, do, do you have any sort of advice for people who um, have the same anxieties as you do?
1: That is a, that's a tough one. Um, you know, everyone is different, but I, I will share an anecdote that changed my life um, and, and maybe it will change someone else's life. Uh, so my bad break came in college and I had outlined exactly how I wanted to take my own life. Um, and I called my mom to hear her voice and say goodbye without actually saying that word. And she knew something was wrong. Of course, she's my mother. And she asked me to come home uh, and she said, if you can't keep going for you, keep going for me. And that saved my life. Um, I went home, I met with a doc, I got on meds. And of course that didn't magically solve everything but it helped me a great deal. Um, So I, I actually, I was thinking about this the other day that one of the cruelest things about depression is that we often can't see ourselves the way our loved ones see us. And so that is where you can breathe those thoughts of, you know, people would be better off without me. And, um, you know, the fact that I talked to my mom and my mom said, you know, do this for me. If you can't wake up for yourself the next day, wake up for me, do it for me. And that's exactly what I needed to hear. Um, and I, I did for her. And I still do, um, for, for the people who love me when it's hard. So, um, you know, everyone's story is different. Everyone's journey is different. But I, I promise you, someone out there loves you. You are not alone. So, you know, keep keep going.
0: See, it's it's funny when you were when you were telling me that story. It it rang so true because um I was in probably the deepest parts of my depression. Um, it was actually when I was walking out the doors of NBC and I I didn't know what I wanted to do. I almost I almost just kind of just drove away and, and didn't and didn't care. And my, my wife, Sarah, who I love dearly, mm-hmm. and she, uh, she actually kept pushing me and saying, you should go to a doctor, you should go to a doctor, you should talk to someone, you should go to a doctor. And I, uh, <laughs> I said, no, I, I, th- I think I can handle it. I've, I've always handled it myself. I think I can handle it. And uh, I, got a, I got an email the very next day that said, welcome. You are now a patient at, at my doctor's <laughs> office then not even a second later I got a text message on my phone that said and you're not canceling it and and so she uh Sarah pushed me she pushed me to to go to go do that and and it it felt so similar to what what you told me and I I I felt that so much I was sitting at my when you wrote me I was like sitting at my computer tearing up because I could just I could just I, I could just remember how that was for me, and I can't imagine what it was like for you and your mom in that situation.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Sorry, mom, <laughs> <laughs> like a giant jerk. Um, no, and it's it's really interesting, um, you know, that you say that. Good job, Sarah. By the way, I'm I'm glad that so glad that she did that. Um, but I mean, it it can take it can take that kind of thing or not. I mean, like I said, you know, meds may be right for people or not, or going to docs may be right for people or not. But I think it's just that stigma of feeling like it's weakness. And that's mm-hmm. why so many of us don't wanna do anything. I've always been a kind of pull myself up by my bootstraps kind of person. And I, I hate asking for help. I hate asking for help to my own detriment. I mean, right. like, I don't even like making two trips to bring groceries in from the car. <laughs> like I have to put 20 bags on each arm. Um, it's silly. That's standard. Uh. That's standard. <laughs> it's silly, but I just, I, I don't want to appear weak and I want to feel like I can handle my own stuff. And I just, it's, it's hard to ask for help. Um, but it's, it can also save your life.
0: Now I got to ask you, does, does mama Palatti still check out, check in on you and, uh, every now and then?
1: Oh my gosh, you kidding me? We're okay. So we're <laughs> Italian, so like oh, okay. it's, it's she, she can't help it. Like she she watches my son a couple of days a week and she'll like make me a tuna fish sandwich if she thinks that. She's like, "Oh, you need to eat. I haven't seen you eat anything." And she's like always bringing me food. So yeah, I mean. Oh. Well, I'm 34, but yeah, she's making me tuna fish sandwiches. Oh,
0: love Mama Paletti. <laughs> um, is this is this the first time you've spoken about this publicly?
1: Uh, I had a Facebook post a while ago um and and I'll tell you where that came from so again me me not really loving talking about myself but um someone I love very much uh was struggling and he was uh, maybe even suicidal and he felt ashamed about his depression and that it made him weak um And I got so pissed off about the stigma around mental health issues that I just wanted to obliterate it and in any small way possible. So, you know, I I wrote a Facebook post (laughs) because I don't know. I just was um I had a lot of feelings in my heart at that time. And I just put it out there uh and said that, you know, I I go through this and a lot of people go through this and I'm sick of the stigma and um, I, that was, that was probably the first time I did. That was uh, a few years ago.
0: I hear you on that one. (laughs) That's like, that's why that, like I said, that's, that's why I made this podcast. I feel like not enough people are talking about it and I'm sick of the stigma. I'm sick of the stigma towards men. Like it's, it's okay. It's okay to talk about it. It's not, it's not showing your weak. It's not showing it's it it's frustrating yeah um so and then uh in terms of pandemic how are you during the pandemic
1: whoa nelly uh so that's i have
0: to i I have to ask it it's 2020
1: right (laughs) can you tell i have a toddler i say things like whoa nelly
0: whoa (laughs) nelly
1: you talked about your your, you talked about your mom filter that is that is perfect mom filter I know. Uh, I actually said "Dag Nabbit" to someone the other day, and <laughs> I said it with a straight face. Uh, so, pandemic. I'll I'll just say we are incredibly lucky because I have a job where I can work remotely, and uh, my husband has a job where um, he can work and be safe. And um, I know a lot of people don't, so we're healthy. We have two jobs, um, and you know, I get to see my wonderful, incredible son, uh, all the time now where I didn't used to. So that has been huge and it's been amazing and wonderful. Um, does that mean that I never have bad days? Nope. <laughs> I certainly have bad, terrible days. Um, actually as a matter of fact I almost reached out to you today this is so typical of me to say hey can we postpone this because I'm just in really bad headspace and I was doing the everything thing I don't know if you know of uh Zay Frank and the everything thing I highly recommend you I I don't know about that oh I'm going to send you this YouTube video it's awesome and anyone else uh look up Zay Frank um on YouTube and look up the everything thing but it's It is that mode you get into when you spiral, where you have, uh, one bad thing happen at work. And then you say, I'm not good at this job. And then you say, I've never been good at any job. And then you say, I'm just a crappy person in general. And you say, I'm a terrible mom. I'm a terrible everything. And you just spiral, spiral, spiral. And it turns into like, I, I just, what's the point? Why am I here? Um, and yeah, it's yeah. So I was doing the everything thing, uh, today on the day I was supposed to talk about mental health. and I didn't, and I I said, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and it's gonna be hard, and I'm gonna feel like a, a fraud, and, and all those other things. But uh, here I am talking to you now, and I'm so happy I did. Well,
0: I'm I'm happy you did too, Mary. Thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much for not doing the everything thing and bailing on me. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll, I'll definitely share that to uh, to everybody when when I uh, release this podcast
1: yeah cool uh and yeah anytime um you know if you ever need anything just don't have the date
0: yes ma'am um so anything else you want to uh get off your chest
1: um no i mean there's this is an important conversation i'm glad we're having it um i do want to say that um you know as scary as things can be it's it's nice to not feel alone so i know that uh you're in an in the fight with me dan so i appreciate that
0: we're we're in the trenches it's true we always will be right (laughs) yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you mary um like i said before we even started if this makes a difference for one person then we have succeeded right
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to get a phone call from my mom, but that's just a whole other story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And that does it.
1: All right. Thanks, Danny.
0: Yeah, so Mary's pretty awesome, right? I'm so glad she didn't bail on me like she like she said she might in the episode. Um but I totally would have understood because I was also really anxious about this episode because her story is so awesome. And when when she ever messaged me about about her story, I I, I was just so taken back, and I'm so glad she was able to talk to me about it because I, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna make a difference in at least one person's life who who is listening to this podcast. So she did mention one YouTube video, the Everything thing. Um, I watched it. It's perfect, and I'm totally going to share it out um, from my Twitter, at DQ4U, shameless plug, um, when, uh, <laughs> when I share the podcast out. So, speaking of sharing the podcast out, let's do a little housekeeping here. Um, I'm all over the place now in terms of where you can find my podcast. Um, Apple, Spotify, Anchor um, are just a few, so if you could do me a favor, give me a good rating, give me some feedback. Um, feedback is huge for me. My brother called me the other day and we, we talked about something like for, for, for a while, but like, okay, what can I do to make things, uh, make things better? And I really appreciated it. And it, it's, it kind of made me more comfortable this episode. I mean, except for the different times that I've fumbled and stumbled and you know, it's, it's the, the thing. Um, but so just let me know give me feedback uh do you know someone who you want to be on the podcast I'll reach out to them if you want to be on the podcast shoot me a message I'd love to have you I'd love to give you the platform to talk about about um your depression anxiety mental illness and just like I just want to give you that platform so that people understand that they're not alone like you just talking for 10 minutes with me might might make a difference in one person's life. And that's that's huge. Um, so another cool thing is uh, on Anchor, you can actually uh, leave like a voice message and I can play it back on the podcast. So if you want to just share your story that way or, or give me your feedback that way, that'd be awesome. So um, we're three episodes in. Um, that's three episodes more than I thought I was going to be able to do. So, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty psyched about that. If, if you have time, um, I suggest going to, uh, NAMI.org. Uh, that is the National Alliance on Mental Illness that, um, they have some great content there. And also I said it, I would say it every single episode, uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255 if you or a family member needs it. Um, So I guess this train's going to keep rolling. Um, (laughs) So as as long as people are listening, I'm going to keep the conversation going. I'll talk to you next time.